This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, well, welcome back. Uh, Saturday, the 22nd, April. Now, there's a big event going on this weekend. We've planned for it, and, and we've partnered again with um, the American Freedom Alliance, and Karen Siegman's done such a great job in these other conferences. Karen, thank you for joining us. Uh, the conference starts today on the East Coast at 1 o'clock, 10 o'clock on the West Coast. Uh, we're in, uh, in the greater Los Angeles area. First off, Karen, I wanted to take a second because you guys are doing such great work. Explain what your organization is, what's been the focus of the last couple of years. Then I want to talk very specifically about this conference, what's so special about it, and then we'll get into the details of actually who's speaking, what the topics are, and then how can people that can't make it there can get access to it. So first off, tell us about, tell us about your organization. Well, thanks so much, and we're delighted to be partnering with you again. Um, the American Freedom Alliance was founded to, not surprisingly, protect um, America and freedom, and in particular um, to defend um, Western civilization against various threats, and those, of course, keep shape-shifting, as, as we see. Um, Judeo-Christian values everything that we hold dear, our Constitution, individual freedoms, and and so on, again, again, against various threats, and we've held conferences on all kinds of things, the left's long march through the institutions, which we subtitled um, Revolution by Other Means. We've had conferences on um, environment, radical environmentalism. Again, we're seeing that rear its ugly head as well. Crushing of free speech, obviously, that's key. We held a conference on school shootings. Why is that a freedom issue? Well, for one, it's it's a, it's a terrorizing kind of a thing, but the left always uses those as a means for um, taking away our Second Amendment rights, and the reality is it has nothing to do with the gun. And last year after COVID, our first conference was on propaganda and then on the globalist puppet masters, which is um, the first one with, that we were so delighted to be partnering on with you. So we try to address issues that are macro, the left's long march, the micro, school shootings, um, all kinds of things that really are threats to our way of life, to Western civilization, to freedoms. Um, and this one we're pivoting more, and I know we'll talk about it, more to national security, which, of course, also is a freedom issue. So we hold conferences, we interview authors, we have um, gala dinners. Um, we have a podcast, Parisia, that means that one bold voice, and a newsletter, Tharos, which means courage. So courage is one of our main focuses, as I know it is one of yours. You can know everything and be all, you know, for the right things and, and all of that, but without the courage, we still wind up losing everything. So we try to inform, embolden, empower, encourage 
just get people to realize what the threats are, what the risks are, what we're losing, why we have to fight, various ways of fighting, and these conferences are one way of doing all of those things. And we uh, want Karen, people you, to you, you and I yeah. talked. Yeah, we talked about this topic a, a while ago, and, and, and it couldn't be more. It's like ripped from the day the morning papers headlines about the Third <laughs> World War, the early years. The question, yeah. I, and by the way, the the number of of internationally known people that are coming and going to participate <laughs> for the next ship days is huge. But here's a question: I know you're an author and you're a historian, and and you have put dedicated much of your life to the study of this. How is it that the Judeo-Christian West, that really within 100 years, we had the massive First World War with the empires, and then we had the unfinished business of the First World War. We had the rise of all these totalitarian governments from the carnage yeah. of that for the Second World War. Then we had the Cold War, which was really very hot in certain elements. And now, within 100 years, roughly, we're, we're, we're in our Third World War, and people could argue the Fourth how? Yeah. Why does it keep rehappening? Why are we having a conference discussing the details of this? But pull the camera back. Why? How? Why is it? Is it the do day or Christian West continually to roll into these things? It's it's absolutely astounding and beyond maddening to have to, in a sense, keep fighting the same thing. Um, I have a couple of answers to that. Um, one is evil never sleeps. Um, evil never stops. Evil will always fight the good, and the good tends to get all too complacent. I think that's true in the in the macro level, I, and I think it's true in our daily lives. Um, but number one, evil never sleeps. Um, number two, um, totalitarianism, in order to succeed, must be total. It must be global. So when we win... They don't really stop. They shapeshift. They emerge under another guise. That's why we called our Long March um, conference revolution by other means. They are relentless in their effort to control everything. For totalitarianism to exist, you cannot have little um, enclaves of freedom because people will go to those enclaves and try to strengthen it. But those enclaves tend to, again, get complacent. That's the big picture. Um, the smaller picture is um, we have been infiltrated. We have been, our, our elites have been captured. The left has marched into our institutions that include banking, media, um, energy, um, education, obviously, Hollywood, entertainment, you, you name it, and including government. So they they build, and we we are asleep all too often. Uh, I rem somebody said to me once, um, the 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 right fights till we lose, the left fights till they win, and I think that that is very true. And we need to change that paradigm. We on the right, I, I'm, that's political terms, but I think the, those who believe in good, in freedom, in in um, national sovereignty and Judeo-Christian values, we cannot ever be complacent. We always have to be very vigilant, as all our founding fathers had said. We need to be vigilant. We need to fight. We're always only one generation away. <laughs> but, but we lose sight of that. We somehow put faith, even though 
know we should know better, we put faith in those who have the reins of leadership. We cannot do that. Karen, this is an interesting... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Walk me through then the Third World War, this conference, because this is couldn't be more timely. And I know a couple yeah. of months ago when we were thinking about it, it's always a question. It's taken a little bit from unrestricted warfare. The Chinese Communist Party has been at war with us, but now under the Biden regime, this is a global conflict. It's on the Eurasian yeah. landmass, but also in Brazil. It's in our schools, the invasion of the southern border. Colonel John Mills is going to be one of the, the presenters. Colonel Mills is going to yeah. join us to talk about the second opium war, the fentanyl crisis, but particularly the uh, potential uh, paramilitary strikes we could actually do in Mexico because this this war has so many fronts. Walk us through the conference, who's going to speak, and how can people get access to this great content you're putting out? Yeah, um, it really, when you think about it, um, we have two days to cover World War Three, and it's impossible to cover all of it except by saying, Almost everything we're seeing now is part of it. So there we have it. Um, we have Frank Gaffney um, opening it with on the topic of World War III and the myriad fronts, just as you said. There are countless fronts. Some are visible, some are invisible. Um, is all of it China? No, but many of the strings go back to China. Um, fentanyl, as you mentioned, I would argue, as some will, um, the whole trans push the war against our children, open borders, that's, that's one of the fronts. Then we have Kurt, so Frank Gaffney with, um, on, with his uh, Committee on the Present Danger China has been a huge motivator for all of this. Colonel Mills, as you say, talking about those things as well as the infiltration of the deep state. I mean, none of this could happen without the, our deep state being infiltrated. Brad Thayer, who is also Dr. Thayer, um, a frequent guest on War Room, is going to be speaking about thinking like a communist, understanding the China threat. He's been studying communism for decades, um, Soviet Union and now um, China, which, of course, they're allied. Then we have just astounding um, Gordon Chang, which we couldn't be more delighted to have him, about China and their war preparations. But as you said, much of this is the issue of unrestricted warfare, the idea of winning war even without firing a shot. And I think this war right now is is cold in many ways, but it's also hot. And he'll be talking about that. Dr. Rima Labo is is a little bit of a pivot away from this, but she'll be talking about the United Nations, the World Health Organization, how this is the war on sovereignty and humanity. And of course, China and the WHO are, are allied, and we are ceding sovereignty to them. Uh, Brian Kennedy, another just great analyst on all this, um, um, also um, Committee on the Present Danger, China and Claremont, the CCP versus America, the threat of nuclear war. And on that point, I, I really want to be clear. Of course, China is not the threat, as all your listeners know. It's the um, CCP. Then we have Trevor Loudon talking about from Mao to mayhem, how so much of what we're seeing new now does hark back to Mao. Closing with, on Saturday, today, um, with Ed Dowd, signposts of the sovereign debt bubble. So Ed Dowd, obviously big on the vaccine issues, unknown cause, but also the major voice on how economically this is, this is all part of the war. And the dinner tonight is Douglas Murray, 
who will not only be talking about the war on the West, but another very important point, which is why we are worth fighting for. That gets sort of lost. It's sort of implied to us, but to many of our friends, neighbors, family, um, they're really, and, and you know, you had asked before, why do we keep fighting? And a lot of the reason is people keep, in, in, the, in the, the dominant narrative is that we're not worth fighting or saving, that America and Judeo-Christian values are evil. So that's another reason we need to keep fighting. And tomorrow we open with, I'm so excited, Brigadier General Robert Spaulding, just fabulous, um, or without rules, uh, talking about China's playbook for domination. It, again, he'll be talking about unrestricted warfare. Steve Coughlin will be talking about um, how the, the paradigm shift, the war on science, how science is being used sort of as a, as a, almost as a religious tool to batter us. And then Robert Spencer, we are delighted, uh, World War III on the home front, crushing resistance. And uh, we're still hoping for uh, you, our, your friend and mine, Patrick Wood, um, maybe participating as well. Uh, Dr. Reckenwald, China and the Great Reset, how, Great Reset, how these things are um, connected, allied, aligned, um, are they overtly or all the various ways in, in which they're connected, then energy as a geopolitical tool in World War III. Um, your war room guy, Dave Walsh, we are absolutely thrilled. He's going to be sharing that and also issues to do with open borders. It, that's, that's an obvious front also of the war, followed by Joe Allen, another uh, war room um, expert, on artificial intelligence as a weapon of mass destruction. We'll have a brief roundtable with a number of those talking about now what do we do, because just talking about the threats and the dangers and the, the horrors, um, we need to know what, what to do next, because that's, you know, in, information is fine, but we really need to know what we all can do. And then keynoted by you, which just wrapping this whole thing up, World War Three, the early yeah. years, I can't imagine a better way to round out two amazing days and having you see. Karen, hang on. We're just take a short commercial break. I want to make sure everybody knows how to get access to this. It's incredibly unique. The topics, the speakers, how it's lined up. Short commercial break. Karen Siegman for the... Uh, Alliance for American Freedom to join us uh, next. Short commercial break, Colonel John Mills also. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because EnviroCleanse, advanced mineral technology, goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness-causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. 
This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com code Steve. ekpure.com code Steve. Stephen K. Bath. Okay, welcome back. Uh, the conference, World War III, the early years, is taking place this weekend in uh, Torrance, California, in the greater Los Angeles area, down there in South Bay. Uh, Karen Siegman, it's the American Freedom Alliance, is putting it on. Just an incredible group of speakers. There's we got it up, the whole schedule up there. Lots of war room contributors, but a lot more, too. Some of the greatest brains in the world coming together to discuss this. Uh, and Douglas Murray, I think one of the most brilliant guys in the world, given the keynote address at dinner uh, tonight. Karen, how to for our audience globally that can't get actually to Torrance, how yeah. do people? <laughs> what do people do? Is there is there any parts of this live stream? Are there going to be videos later? Just, just tell us what how how our folks can. We're going to afterwards do summaries and make sure people get the content. But while it's going on, is there any way to participate or get videos afterwards? Yeah, um, as far as live streaming, we, uh, we're, we're probably not going to live stream. There may be some that are live streamed, and we will alert people on our website, AmericanFreedomAlliance.org. But we do record absolutely everything. It's on our Rumble channel, American Freedom Alliance. All our past conferences, well, some of our past conferences and this one, all the content will be up there um, at on, on Rumble, we have a Getter channel, but it's all going to be on Rumble. American Freedom Alliance is the channel, um, and that's probably the best way. I think individuals will be streaming. We may there there may be things that we stream. I would just urge people to go to our website, okay. AmericanFreedomAlliance.org, and and find out you know what yeah. what is going to be going yeah. on at the time. Yeah. Ca- Ca- Captain Bannon, that- for our audience, Captain, ba- yeah, yeah. hang on. Captain Bannon and Grace are going to be putting up announcements. Things are live streamed. We'll actually get them up and get them up on our getter and to be doing oh, live chats. We want full audience, uh, full audience participation. Go ahead, ma'am. Yeah. Um, so what's so exciting is not only do we have a whole lot of um, war room speakers, but we also the the number of people who are here from the war room posse is absolutely tremendous. I've been getting phone calls nonstop. Oh, my gosh, I thought I was the only one here in Southern California. And so it's, it's just going to be a big war room gathering, and it's just super exciting. So I just the energy is incredible. Well, we're very excited about that. Uh, Karen, what is your social media? How do people get to American Freedom Alliance? Uh, go to AmericanFreedomAlliance.org. That's our website, American Freedom Alliance on Getter and on um, and on Rumble. Our old stuff is also on YouTube and and on Facebook. But those are our dominant um, social media outlets. Karen Siegman, thank you, thank you for fighting the good fight. Appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. It's going to be a great couple days. Ver- 
Yeah, very great. Very exciting for this weekend. Um, I want to get um, John Mills to join us. And one of the reasons, John, I want to go back because in this people have to think, have to get out of conventional thinking when you think about the Third World War. And you're one of the given one of the major presentations this weekend at the conference. You know, we had John, we had Colonel Mills on a couple weeks ago, and Colonel did actually what's happening in the Straits of Taiwan, the South China Sea. We talked extensively and actually did put up charts and maps on the um, on the chip, the advanced chip plants and, and what the CCP's continual convergence of their of their um, the kinetic part of this conflict. They've been at war with us for many years in a non-kinetic way, but still war, economic war, political war, cyber information, all of it. They're now doing exercise decapitation exercises, how to exercises of how to roll our fleet up, actual exercises for air and, and, and amphibious assault to take over the chip plants in, in Taiwan. Then he expanded it. And I want to make sure everybody understands when you talk about this third world war and people think of the what the, the World War One type of of conflict you've got going on in the Ukraine right now, or this uh, mounting tension in the South China Sea and the Straits of Taiwan, it is a global conflict. I mean, right now there's issues in the Caribbean. You've got Brazil sitting there uh, partnering with the CCP. You've got the whole economic and dollar part. And that's why I keep telling people, go to birchgold.com, download the end of the dollar empire. It's got all the aspects of how dollar has been used as a weapon and now People are, and by the way, I think unwisely used as a weapon against the Russia because we should hold that back for going after the CCP. Uh, but that's blowing back on us. And right now, the whole, I think the third world and the, uh, particularly the resource-heavy third world is really starting to focus on a gold standard. And that's why I need people to read this, to understand it, and to go talk to the guys at Birch Gold. All the central banks are, uh, as we talked in the last hour, are at uh, all-time highs and purchase a gold. And so you have to you have to immerse yourself and understand what's going on. So make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. But but what Colonel Mills then did is we talked about uh, the Mexican drug cartels. And people will say, well, hey, what's Mexican drug cartels got to the third world? We're in a there. There's an invasion in the United States and the Mexican drug cartels are a major instrument in this. Now, they are actually working with some of our greatest enemies. And Colonel Mills, in his last uh, his last uh, 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 you know part on this show, walked you through that and walked you through where they're coming through with the ports of entry for because they're running a second opium war on us. The second the opium war was fought between the British and the Chinese, and the British, quite frankly, the British East India Company and other people in the United Kingdom thought one of the ways was to break Imperial uh, China and to get a bigger foothold there, not just in Hong Kong but in the trading was about the importation of opium, you know, from India th- uh, with British companies into into China. And it led to, you know, two conflicts. This opium war is or this drug war is about fentanyl. And, and, and what we did is Colonel Mills, what we said is that, hey, in the Trump administration, we actually looked at designating the Mexican drug cartels as terrorist organization and actually taking the fight to them. And it's very controversial but trust me, we love being ahead of things. We are going to be heading there because the Chinese Communist Party is not going to back off. The drug cartels are not going to be backed off. The Chinese know they're taking enough casualties here of the American people and destroying the the infrastructure in the civic substrate of our particularly rural communities 
the and now in the cities, it, 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 the Mexican drug cartels are making so much money they will never back off. So Colonel Mills, walk us through the Mexican drug cartels is a major part of your presentation that's going to be at the uh, World War III, the early years. Why is this such an important element and an element that people never actually make the link that is part of a global it's a it's it's another front. It, it's like the Italian front in World War Two are like the Middle Eastern Front of Lawrence Arabia in World War I. It is not the main area of battle, but it is a major and super important area of battle, sir. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you, Stephen. An honor to be with you and Karen and uh, showing the flag in the L.A. Basin and with the War Room Posse staying to where the puck will be on this topic. And we have to look at what's going on with fentanyl, uh, fentanyl is a front in the war on uh, in the conflict with the CCP. Uh, we have bodies piling up in our neighborhoods. Every American, if you can't get your head around this, I frankly don't know what to say. 70,000 a year are dying. That's more than the entire Vietnam War, plus the entire war on terror. We've lost more in one year to fentanyl, which is China. And as this, this shows right here. 100% comes from China, 70,000 dead a year. Now, last Friday, we had uh, DOJ put out indictments, many like 30 plus, four of them were Chinese nationals, which are kind of beyond the, uh, if we can go to the next slide, if we, uh, beyond uh, where we are, uh, there we go. We got two of the four right there. I call them paramilitaries, and this is a legal definition. As we pivot from a, a Title 18 law enforcement DOJ action, uh, to a Title Ten military action, these have to these personalities, uh, these Chinese personalities, paramilitaries uh, means they are lawful combatants on the battlefield, meaning they can be engaged. Engaged meaning what? Well, I think uh, the audience understands that they are lawful combatants. It could be neutralized, captured, uh, or eliminated on the battlefield. And they, at this point in time, the Sinaloa cartel is evolving. And on the next slide, we have a, have a map to, to, on that. But uh, uh, a couple more here. Let's go to that Mexico map that shows the – there we go. There we go. So this one is, is critical. The, the four red ovals – are what looks like to be the main entry points for, from the fentanyl components to, uh, from China. The blue or the five blue oval, uh, are where they are uh, being put together under the supervision of these Chinese paramilitaries. And again, that's a, a, an important legal distinction because once they're paramilitaries, that means game on and we can engage and deal with them, whatever means possible, uh, because it's really because it's the, uh, the the drug cartels are now essentially subordinate and operating under the command and control of these Chinese paramilitaries who are in northern Mexico. This is ungoverned space. So this, as we pivot, let's go to the action plan here. Some of the major components as uh, we evolve to uh, uh, direct action. We have a list there. It's coming up any second. But uh, we have to get out of the, the law. Here we go. This, these are the major muscle movements that have to occur so we can start getting out of the law enforcement mindset. Because, yeah, these indictments and namings, it, it's, it's good and important. But... These four are beyond control. Now, we also had two other arrests, not just indictments of, of American nationals of Chinese heritage who were operating as de facto agents of the CCP in New York for these police stations. We know they have six. So let's pivot from 
law enforcement, Title 18, to direct action, Title 10, Department of Defense. Let's go to the next slide. I, I, I tell you what, is, let's hold let's bring that slide up. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to come back with John Mills. Remember, the, the state security individuals, these are the ones that were released in an afternoon. They had targeted Miles Guo, and, and the, he was victim number one. But the most intense and outspoken anti-CCP, anti-CCP dissidents is what they're going after in our country in open daylight. We have to open up the third front in this war. That third front is the ungovernable space down in Mexico, controlled by the drug cartels and their partners, the Chinese Communist Party. Colonel John Mills will join us after a short commercial break. I admit it. I don't make the best food choices. The CDC says that I should eat six cups of fruit and veggies a day. Now, there's zero chance I'm eating six cups of fruit and veggies a day. But according to a massive study, people who do eat healthy live longer, have less heart disease and diabetes, and have less cancer. Now, I take Field of Greens, and I'll tell you why. Unlike other fruit and vegetable supplements, each specific fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected to support specific functions like heart health, liver and kidney health, immune system, and metabolism. I take Field of Greens to help me stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast. And if you're like me, you feel healthier, have more energy, your skin and hair look healthier. And it can help you lose weight. But the biggest benefits is that better health promise. Take Field of Greens and at your next doctor visit, if your doctor doesn't say something like, whatever you're doing, it's working, keep it up. Return it for a refund. Let me repeat. It's the better health promise. Take Field of Greens at your next doctor's visit. If your doctor doesn't say something like, hey, whatever you're doing, it's working, keep it up, then return Field of Greens for a full refund. And to help you get started, I got you 15% off your first order, plus get another 10% off when you subscribe for recurring orders. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Do this today. You will feel healthier, you will look healthier, you will act healthier. Fieldagreens.com, promo code Bannon. Do it today. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we give you enough to take it to make sure that you have a nervous sleep at night. No, a lot of the information we understand here at the War Room is pretty stark. The reason is you're a decision maker, and decision makers have to get it with the bark on. We're not here to happy talk you. We're not here to happy code it, right? We understand that a lot of anxiety can come from this, but you're tough enough, and you have to be tougher in order to take your country back and turn things around. The way to sleep the sleep of the just is on the products of MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM right now. You've got the MyPillow 2.0, buy one, get one free. This is a revolutionary pillow for both the, the, the way it kind of lays with your height and then also the coolness. Mike has worked, uh, Lindell and the team's worked pretty hard to get this right. So go check that out. Also, you got the toppers, massive discounts on Topper 2.0. If, you, uh, if you've never slept on one of their toppers, you don't know what it is like to get a great night's sleep. But go to MyPillow.com, promo code WORM, and go check it all out today. Also, we had Philip Practitioner up earlier. We just told you the central banks are buying gold at all-time record levels. It's now time for you to immerse yourself in understanding what this is all about. What does precious metals mean? What does it mean for your 401k? What does it mean for your IRA? More importantly, 
What does it mean as an alternative and a hedge to inflation? That information is all there when you go and get all the free information from Philip Patrick's team at uh, at birchgold.com slash Bannon. But you also get the end of the dollar empire. It's kind of a, a, some writings and analysis I've been doing with the team over there for about a year, year and a half. The third uh, element of that, totally free, is the debt trap. And once you get this, you'll understand the gunfight we're in, uh, the metaphorical gunfight with uh, you know stopping the uh, this massive spending that's impoverishing our country by every second. Uh, this weekend in Southern California, there is an amazing uh, way ahead of the curve conference on the Third World War, the early years with an internationally uh, really renowned a guest of a group of speakers. It's going to be unbelievable. We're going to try to get as much of it live stream or up on video and up on Getter so everybody can participate, particularly those people, the posse that are not in Southern California can't get there. Colonel Mills, one of the things we're trying to do is to make sure people think outside the box. And one thing I want to come away from this conference is that the uh, what's happening on the invasion of our southern border and what is happening, particularly with the Mexican drug cartels and human trafficking cartels making so much money and controlling northern Mexico and therefore controlling our southern border, a massive part of this is fentanyl issue. And people keep saying, Steve, why is this fentanyl issue keep getting worse? It's keep getting worse because there's so much money involved in it. But most importantly, it's a power move. It's a flex on the United States by the Chinese Communist Party. What's a criminal element in Beijing and their other criminal partners. Uh, Colonel Mills, I'm going to go back to that slide, but I just want to make sure people understand. I want to get a concept here because, once again, they're going to be on the mainstream media going, this is the wild men over at the war room. They're talking about, you know, they never saw uh, a situation. They didn't want to go in and bomb something or blow something up. Take us through Title A. When you say shift from a Title 18 to a Title 10, that's not as easy as sound, but just tell conceptually, what does that mean for our audience? Yeah, thank you, Steve. Title 18 of the U.S. Code, that's essentially Department of Justice and FBI, and that's the law enforcement instrument of national power. Okay, that's great. That's important. It can be used very effectively. However, with the absolute chaos, ungoverned space, and absolutely out-of-control behavior of the cartels, Making now making uh, fentanyl on behalf of the Chinese and Chinese paramilitaries overseeing this, and then the cartels again under CCP uh, uh, supervision uh, of the uh, of, of these personnel, the paramilitaries across the border into America. This is war. This is warfare. If we don't understand seventy thousand bodies stacking up a year in our neighborhoods, I frankly don't know what to say at this point in time. I think this is a concept most Americans get their heads around. Almost everybody here knows of a personal situation of fentanyl, uh, uh, the drug, or even the digital fentanyl of TikTok, which is an enabling function also. But let's let's pivot from a t law enforcement to a military. This is mortal danger to our country. And that's where we want to retrieve our advanced forces. We know we have advanced forces are special military units that are experts in developing the situation. And, uh, and many times over my career uh, on the Joint Staff, uh, Secretary of Defense, White House, I've always I've been handed these hard problem sets that says, Mills, come up with a concept. How would we conceptually go forward with this new scenario that we've never handled before? So give, give, me, give us a concept. And so pretty familiar with this. If we could go to the slide uh, with some of the platforms there, some of the ships and other things. 
Well, uh, we want to retrieve our advanced. There we go. There we go. So this is a beautiful uh, graphic here in the upper left. That's the uh, uh, Carolyn Cholas, which at this exact moment, that's one of our, you call it a low visibility platform. And hey, this is a Department of Defense photo. I mean, Department of Defense just put this out. I'm just showing what Department of Defense is showing. But this is our advanced force operators, a special element of our special operations community that are experts in developing the situation. Uh, this is right now in the Philippines. Philippines, working with Philippine Special Operation Forces in Balakatan 23 right now. And this is helping to develop the situation as we reestablish four base camps. And we're very likely putting in the Typhoon missile system. That's Army taking Navy Tomahawks and Navy SM-6 hypersonics, putting them on simple trucks and uh, flatbeds. And boom, we have a powerful, powerful missile combination. That is right now. That is a real, almost a real-time photo of this low-visibility, beautiful platform developing the situation in the Philippines. Right below that is the Ocean Trader, another one we call these low-visibility platforms. Now, I was checking, uh, I was checking report, reports on where this was. And these are publicly available if you know what to look for. Uh, that's clearly out of position, out of place. That needs to be retrieved with our 50 boots on the crown from the Ukraine, our 900 operators in Syria. Retrieve them, retrieve this asset, reset it, and use these two platforms to help develop the situation in Mexico 12.1 miles offshore. Obviously, up above, we also have the Global Hawk. Uh, and also some of what our special operators look look like in the bottom uh, right quadrant. So these are, are very important assets as we move toward direct action. In the I, 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 I want to I make sure, and look, and, and it's people who are, well, you can't go to war with Mexico. You can work this out with the government or you come to some, uh, you know, you come to some, um, uh, you come to some arrangement, but uh, the, you're not going to stop the cartels with uh, just legal. We know that now. You're not going to stop them just with the traditional law enforcement. This is what happened yeah. in Afghanistan and, and part of Iraq. This is, and that's why you're talking about these are military-type assets. And at some point in time, you're going to have to get these positioned. to Because let's talk, you know, Mexico in many respects, when you say ungoverned space in this drug, you know, 70,000 a year, which is more than Vietnam and, and more than total of Vietnam, what, 12 years of fighting in one year— this is a war, and we're going to have to understand that you're going to have to use these conventional and unconventional means in order to bring this to a head. What we're doing now is simply not working, and Colonel Mills, correct me if I'm wrong, it's only getting worse. Am I correct in that, in that assertion? Oh, it's absolute out of control in the northern pro uh, uh, provinces of Mexico right now. You park these assets 12.1. That's a very important legal number. 12.1 nautical miles offshore. That is a huge deterrent message in itself. As soon as the Chinese see these assets parked 12.1 offshore, they're going to start scurrying and getting very nervous because they know what comes next. We have that last, uh, last picture, what comes next, uh, because they know. It's kinetic action time, and you just start uh, these lawyers. Uh, and we just State Department. Now we know Blinken was in on the 51 uh, uh, lying intel officials, but uh, State Department Title 22 tells Mexico, "Hey guys, you're ungoverned space. Stay out of the way, and you won't get hurt. This is what we're going to start doing. Just stay out of the way." These start loitering above some of these production facilities and these uh, uh, points, uh, uh, landing points in the ports. Uh, the Chinese are going to go scurrying immediately. These paramilitaries know what's about to happen next. And so just the specter of these assets being parked 12.1 offshore, they're going to start freaking out. 
People, I just want to make sure we only got a couple of minutes. I know you're at the conference, so we're going to have more by you next week. You, you talked about earlier in the presentation, you talked about the ports of entry into Mexico and how we have, because the fentanyl doesn't come fully baked or cooked. They actually have processing plants there. But the raw materials, and we've talked about before, you know, we've had Jace Medical on here about how, you know, they've got a new product offering over at Jace because the, the Chinese have all the API. They have all the active pharmaceutical ingredients are all made in China for regular generics. Is there any way in your mind, uh, Colonel Mills, that we could actually interdict what they bring to Mexico before we actually get on Mexico soil? Is there any way either on the high seas or coming out of Chinese ports that we could actually stop this, to take it to the enemy even before getting our, you know, involved with our ally, because obviously that would be very controversial. Uh, there'll be a lot of pushback. But how do you actually quarantine, have a quarantine to not allow the CCP's material actually get to Mexico, where then it can be, you know, reprocessed into the deadly fentanyl and getting deadlier every day to get shipped into the United States, sir? Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful, Steve. That's one of the demonstrative elements. I'm calling this conceptual operation exemplar to make an example, because right there, using all sorts of intelligence, just like we knew when we knew when the balloon was being assembled on Hainan Island and they did nothing about it here. Uh, I am pretty sure we're going to have the ability to integrate all these sources of intelligence and information, and we'll be able to pinpoint document which container on which vessel these items are coming in on. And let's make an example. And we again, we start parking these assets right in the shipping lanes off of Mexico. Uh, the Chinese are going to pick up on these and they're going to start getting very nervous. We stop one of these. Uh, we go, we, you know, stop it, board it, maritime intercept operation, get on and put our law enforcement what, military what, team. We, we, we've got we've got about we've got about two minutes real quickly. What do we need to do? What law needs to change or what can we call on? to intercept one of these on the international waters 12.1 miles or farther out in off the, in the Pacific before they reach Mexico's waters, what will we have to do to actually board? Because the Chinese are talking about doing this in, the, in Taiwan Straits, and we understand that, hey, that, that could be a triggering event to a gunfight over there. What, what element do we have to do to be actually to board and search a vessel for the ingredients of fentanyl? Well, I think it's in, within the inherent authority of the president to start doing it now. But a forcing function would be actually passing a law through through the Congress on this topic area, further buttressing and giving further support and being very clear. It is our intent to make uh, an example on the high seas to interdict this traffic. And, uh, yeah, they might try to play the same game. But you got to remember, the Chinese military has very almost no experience. All they do is mimic our helmets, our uniforms, our, even what our ships look like. They, they, are, they are still at this point mimicking. They've never done a maritime intercept, a little bit in the uh, office Somalia, but not to our scale, scope, or professionalism. And so yeah. they're, they're going to bluster but we have the expertise in this and we make one stop, you know, and essentially secure the ship, go straight to the container, uh, to, uh, container bust open the doors, say, OK, this whole ship is now ours. Uh, we're going to make a, a, a dramatic teaching point. Uh, Colonel, we got to bounce. How do people get to you on social media? 
Yeah, thank you, Steve. Uh, Colonel Rhett John, Colonel Rhett John on uh, Substack, Getter, and Truth. Colonel Rhett John and the book on the deep state and uh, with the preface by Stephen K. Bannon is The Nation Will Follow, thenationwillfollow.com, The Nation Will Follow. Uh, by the way, Colonel Mills is out there all weekend, so make sure you're following him on social media. He'll be giving you updates on the conference. World War III, the early years by the American Freedom Alliance. Uh, thank you, Colonel Mills. Let you go back to the conference. Short commercial break. Revolver News founder, publisher, editor-in-chief Darren Beatty joins us in an absolute blow-away story next in the world. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology, no more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Ron DeSantis tried to cut seniors' benefits. In Congress, DeSantis voted three times to cut Social Security, even to privatize Medicare. Worse, DeSantis wanted to raise the retirement age to 70. Ron DeSantis would make us work longer to get less. President Trump promised. We will protect Medicare and Social Security. President Trump delivers, and he always will. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. That, that, as Daily Beast said, that thing still hasn't been answered. Governor Santos, and we'd be welcome to have any of his guys on here to talk about that. It's a big issue. Big issue is going to get bigger. And President Trump's putting in these policy videos. I keep to saying, telling people these things are quite powerful. I, I said at the beginning on the conference, World War III, the early years, 
they're looking at many different aspects of this global conflict. And I said, hey, this is why we had John Mills. We've been leading up about the situation in Mexico, fentanyl with the cartels and actually taking, if you have to, take military action. I, it's analogous to like the Italian front in World War II or, as I said, Lawrence Arabia in the Arab Revolt in World War One. with Arab Revolt was not just about the Axis powers, it was particularly about the Ottoman Empire. Darren Beatty, which has, I think, one of the most fascinating news sites in all media, joins us. The Ottoman Empire and transhumanism. Is this what we're, Darren, walk me through this amazing piece you've got up, sir. Well, not quite transhumanism, at least not in the sense that we ordinarily talk about it. This is about the trans phenomenon that we see in terms of men becoming women. And it's at the very least, I think we can say it's a bizarre trend that seems to have seized every aspect of public life and public conversation at the moment. And so I think it's interesting to look at this really bizarre but powerful antecedent that you see in the Ottoman Empire. Now, what is the antecedent? Well, the antecedent is uh, troops called Janissaries. And they were the elite soldiers of the Turkish Ottoman Empire who played a role in conquering the entire Balkans and Near East in the 15th and 16th centuries. And the thing about these Janissary soldiers is they weren't Turks. They were from recruited from conquered people as children and sort of indoctrinated into the Turkish elite. And the piece in question at Revolver News explores several fascinating parallels between the Janissary class as a sort of frontline foot soldiers for the Ottoman Empire and what we with somewhat tongue-in-cheek call the Tranissary class, um, describing the manner in which many in the sort of trans community fulfill a similar function for similar reasons. So it's a piece that really uses the Ottoman example of the Janissary to inspire um, deeper thinking about the role that the whole trans issue plays in contemporary American society. Well, I want to get into that. We actually know we, we have a whole editor and we spend a lot of time on transhumanism and artificial intelligence. And, you know, you've been deeply involved in that bait with uh, Elon and, you know, Elon's really the Tucker, the great interview Tucker did with him on this issue. But as our experts say, the transhumanism, one of the predicates is this transgender ideology that that, you know, comes up and you can be anything at any time. What are the direct parallels when you when you talk about? It, we got a couple of minutes. Walk me through the direct parallels from the Janissaries, who were known as fierce warriors, right? In, in the what you call the Tranissary class, right? I mean, the the parallels that we explore are admitted admittedly quite provocative. Um, one of the interesting things is the overwhelmingly disproportionate role that um, trans people. Uh, play in the military. There's an, an amazing amount of vets. The statistic is quite incredible. I forget the exact statistic, but it's certainly disproportionate. We have the fact that the Ottoman Janissaries had an unusual method of recruitment. The Ottomans went and to the provinces. They took boys aged around 8 to 15 away from their families. They brought them back for training. Um, they were not taken from Turks. And so it's this kind of parallel to the fact that uh, the trans movement seems to target 
um, the youth. And in many cases we read about in Washington state, for instance, there are even legal protocols in place to ensure that um, the youth can convert into trans without parental knowledge or consent. Um, there was a genital mutilation aspect to the uh, Tranisaries, and I'll spare the audience the gruesome details in that. They can go to the, uh, the article and read it if they're interested. Um, both are complete wards of the state, and that's another interesting aspect of the trans community is that Ordinarily speaking, they would be an entirely vulnerable population. They subsist completely on the fact that the regime supports them. They are totally dependent in this sense, and therefore they owe total loyalty to the regime. And therefore, in some kind of perverted and twisted way, they're the most vigorous patriots, not for America, but for this new version of the regime that I describe as the globalist American empire. And you see um, prominent trans people cropping up in senior government roles, for instance, in the Biden administration, um, which is an interesting testament to that. Um, both Janissaries and Tranissaries died young for various reasons. In both cases, they tended to have no wives, no kids, and no families, which again means that there's no other domain in life to direct one's energies and intentions. So one becomes a totally political animal. All of one's energies and focus are directed toward the state and toward the regime. And this is intensified by the fact of utter dependency that I described yeah. earlier. Um, so again, I, we get, okay. Uh, yeah. Put up, put up, put up the article. Revolver is still one of my go-to's. How do they get to social media? How do they get to Revolver? And how do they read the weekend reading assignment? Is this article? Where do they go? Revolver news. It's white hot at the very top. Very fascinating historical exploration. We've got a fascinating and really important piece analyzing the Dominion settlement that I think is something everyone needs to understand. It's free speech implications. And as we discussed earlier, January 6th piece, white hot right at the top. Revolver. Incredible. You're the best. You're a warrior and a patriot. Okay, get up on Getter and follow me all weekend. We're going to be putting stuff up on the conference, the World War III, the early years. Back on Monday, live in the War Room. See you then, but get to Getter all weekend. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the Swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash war room to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 
5,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.